fronts a tremendous band, New Duke. New Duke, uh, an eight-piece ensemble, and they're getting ready to hit some very important dates in our local area. And we're going to find all about that. Let's welcome once again to WVOF in the Upper Room with Joe Kelly, Mr. Brian Torf. How are you, Brian? I'm doing great, thanks, Joe. Nice to be nice to be back with you. You're you're always, you know, challenging yourself with with all kinds of projects. And and uh, the New Duke. When when was uh, the genesis for this for you to to take it on? Well, yeah, this really started, Joe, in 2011. My associate at Fairfield University, Dr. Laura Nash got a grant from the National Endowment of Humanities to do a uh, two-week symposium on uh, the life of Duke Ellington. And it was for and teachers who qualified K-12 throughout the country. And so we had a discussion, and I said, you know, it'd be great to have some music, but you can't really duplicate Duke Ellington. I mean, that's a one-of-a-kind thing, and all those musicians each had their own distinctive sound. But I said, what about the idea of taking Duke's music yeah, in a more modern direction and doing new things with it? So, so Laura liked that idea. And so we, we uh, formed a seven-piece band, four horn players and a rhythm section. And uh, basically we kind of did, you know, Duke with, with new, more modern feels, with funk feels, with, you know, reggae, with all kinds of crazy stuff. And it went over very well. And, uh, and, and so I thought, okay, well, that's great. That was fun. Maybe it's a one-time thing. And then she got the grant again in 2014. And this time we added a, a vocalist, a marvelous singer named Daryl Tukes, right. who's our, our singer in the band. And now we started to kind of move in a, in a different direction, more of like mashups. And so we were kind of now taking Duke's music and, and putting it with more uh, modern types of, of, of artists, um, Duke Young with Jimi Hendrix, something like that. And so I, I really was attracted to going further with that. And so here we are now in 2015 and doing these concerts, and, uh, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. Now, now you mentioned all the mashups and, and bringing in different kinds of sounds. Uh, what were some of the, the songs you personally brought to, to the band and, and decided to, to mix into the new Duke music? Well, one thing is, like, for example, um, there's a, uh, I, I Love Cream. So uh, we do a song of a cream called I Feel Free. A lot of people know that. But then we segue right into a Duke Ellington tune called Rock, Rock Skipping at the Blue Note. Okay. And then from that, we go into Fer- Pharrell Williams' Happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> and it's just kind of like, hopefully, seamlessly, we go from one thing to another and it all works, you know, because it's, all these songs are about joy, and I think what this does is, in addition to the fact that we enjoy playing it, it helps a younger audience kind of understand that Duke Ellington isn't just a relic and that his music is still relevant and influences and connects to, to, to modern uh, tunes. So it, it really is a, it's a concept that the, the band's working on. Uh, Brian Torf is our special guest here on WVOF, and uh, we must mention the upcoming big dates. Beginning of December, he'll be playing with uh, New Duke, 7.30 p.m. December 3rd. That's a Thursday night at the Fairfield Theater, Stage 170 Sanford Street, right in Fairfield, Connecticut. And uh, uh, I'll pass the phone number to our listeners, 203-259-1036, and uh, the uh, website, Fairfield Theater dot o-r-g t-h-e-a-t-r-e dot o-r-g and 
what what's it going to be like playing in a space like that? Well, the stage one is a great space because it's it's a very intimate one and it's acoustically very good. Plus, they do a really great job with the with the sound. So I've I've played there a number of times with various uh, various groups, and that should be a, a really good sound for us in there. I think that concert starts at seven forty five, okay. Joe. Um, uh, give or take, and and so in the Fairfield Theater, we should really be able to to, to be up close to the audience. It's a very very kind of uh, personal kind of uh, space to play in, which is really great. Now the following night, uh, Friday, December fourth, that's when we play at Sprague Hall, um, and, uh, and 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 that's a little bit bigger, and that that show is going to start at seven thirty. So we've got two shows in very very different different spaces. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, and our listeners can uh, take a tour of New Duke's website, newdukemusic.com, and uh, we got to get into some of the music that I'm sure you guys will be playing uh, on, on both nights and continue to uh, expand on that. So uh, we'll get, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but it's uh, Ahmad or Ahmed? Uh, Ahmad, you're okay. right. Ahmad is, is a Duke Ellington piece from the Far East Suite, and uh, what, I, what I had was my my son, Jared Torf, um, went through the Fairfield school system, and he went to McGill as a jazz major, and now he does a lot of uh, his own projects and hip-hop kind of jazz uh, fusion kind of thing. And so I had, Eric, um, I had Jared um, put together a, a drum track and said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to play along with this drum track. So we're really trying, I think we're, we're more than a jazz band, I think, Joe. It's really... I don't know if jazz rock is the right term, but what we're really trying to do is sort of take um, a, a music that is jazz-influenced, but kind of pull it into a different direction. So that's what Ahmad, Ahmad tries to do, yeah. Yeah, so let's give a listen to it. And, and Jared, we remember uh, Jared stopping by the show a few years back. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He has. He's, uh, he's doing uh, some great stuff up there in the Montreal. He still lives in Montreal, but I know he was just down in New York City doing some shows. And uh, really starting to get a focus on his own, his own vision, you know, his own style. So that's that's exciting to see. All right, this is New Duke, Ahmad, uh, featuring Brian Torf, of course on bass and a great ensemble. We'll talk more about the band and uh, upcoming music from New Duke. This first is Ahmad right here on. All right, that is Ahmad from New Duke and Brian Torf, the band leader, and uh, exciting new music from uh, Brian's latest project, and they'll be performing in Fairfield December 3rd at Fairfield Theater Stage 1 the following night, Yale University's Ellington Series at Sprague Hall at 470 College Street in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, you know, if you don't want to drive, both places accessible by train, so uh, you can get out there and see some great music. You know, you've got a killing band and uh you know one of the horn players jamie finnegan actually i was thinking back when i saw jamie's part of the band he 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 played with renard bossier's band on keyboards in our studio right on my show so oh wow okay yeah. well he's a he's just a multi-talented musician I and mean, they really all are so i, I really kind of like to i could just talk about some of the guys and all the guys in the band because yeah. the level of musicianship is just amazingly high. First of all, let's start with Jamie. He plays trumpet and flugelhorn, but as you mentioned, he's also an excellent keyboard player. And then we have Rick Sadlon, who plays alto sax and flute, and then John Fumasoli, who is an adjunct professor at Fairfield University on trombone. 
And then we also have Steve Moran in the horn section. He plays tenor, um, and Barry soprano, and uh, saxophone, and clarinet. So there you've got four extremely strong horn players. And then, as I mentioned earlier on, our vocalist, Daryl Tukes, uh, just a, a great singer who tours all over the world and has been, you know, backup singer to people like Sting, but then also has his own albums out. And then we have in the rhythm section, uh, Dave Childs plays keyboard, um, piano, and organ, and then myself on bass, of course. And then our newest member is Greg Burroughs, who is our drummer and just doing a, a wonderful job. So I'm, I'm really lucky, Joe. I'm really lucky to be playing with. Um, great musicians, great music educators, and also just terrific people. So it's, it's a it's a wonderful band. Yeah, and you can see all all the uh, the music at newdukemusic.com. And and you know we should also mention um, Don Mulvaney, your great friend who uh, passed away recently, was a, a big part of the New Duke project, and uh, so his his memory lives on with uh, on the website too. Yes, it does. You know, we, uh, we had to go through tragedy, and it was uh, a heartbreaking thing. But Don was our original drummer and also taught drums at Fairfield University for a number of years. And uh, he died in a terrible car accident, so did his wife and his daughter in uh, August, and then he died in September. And we really, you know, I, I, I guess this is something you don't think you're going to go through in life, but when you do, you have to sort of, reconvene as we did and we basically said well we're going to keep playing this music in Don's honor and we're going to keep trying to move it ahead because I know that's what he he would have wanted so he's definitely in our hearts yeah so thanks Don for the contributions on this new Duke and uh, you know we should point also uh, you know this the website has a great video to the the song we're going to play next rocking in rhythm um, you guys, you guys look sharp. Duke, Duke Ellington would be really proud of uh, you guys looking sharp up there playing. <laughs> well, thanks. You know, I mean, Duke was so progressive. See, that's the thing is Duke tried all kinds of things. He was very experimental and he never, he never was uh, rigid or bound by categories. And I think that's a really important thing, Joe, in music is that, you know, to be quite honest with you, I love jazz. It's been my life for over 40 years, but there are a lot of purists in the music who try to define or contain it and say it's this, but it's not that. I don't think that's what Duke did. I think Duke was constantly bringing in influences from all over the world, and he never had a cut-and-dried definition for his music. And, you know, Joe, Joe to be honest with you, I... I really, I'm from Chicago. I grew up on rock and blues right. in the late 60s and, and early 70s. So my influences were, well, the three most powerful ones for me were the Beatles, James Brown, and Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And then a host of others, too, of course. Right. But the, all those were musicians who combined a lot of different uh, angles to, to make up their work. And so to me, I've never been a purist, even though I have played, you know, in many different contexts. And that's what I want to do with New Duke's music is really try to bring back that, an old reform, that horn band sound, right, of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, or Tower Power of Chicago, but use it in a different, more modern way. So we'll see. Yeah, this this uh, track rock and rhythm just just swings, but you know when you guys break in some of the the look backs at the the songs and you know Jerry Lee Lewis and Little Elvis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, it's all in there. Right? Yeah, and, and, you yeah. Know, that's, you you say, hey, I know that little 
little riff there, but you know, it's all done up Nuke Duke style. So we'll give a listen to it right now from Brian Torf and okay. New Duke. It's called Rockin' in Rhythm, and uh, we're here at WVOF December 3rd, Thursday, just about five minutes away, 10 minutes by walk from the, the campus. Uh, they'll be at Fairfield Theater Stage One on uh, Thursday night. This is Rockin' in Rhythm, Brian. Rockin' in Rhythm from Brian Torf's. New Duke Project and uh, their website, newdukemusic.com. They're busy on tour and rehearsing. So what goes into rehearsing with that big of uh, a band? I mean, seven, eight musicians. And how, how does that work when you get everybody together? Can you get everybody in one place? Oh, yeah. yeah that, that's a great question, actually, because what we usually do is we will rehearse all, all together. And then we found very, uh, it's been very good for us to break up into smaller groups. So, for example, in the past week or two, I've rehearsed just with the rhythm section, just three of us. Um, I rehearsed the other night with just the four horn players. And then I have a rehearsal coming up uh, with, with um, uh, the vocalist and the piano player and myself. So I think what you want to do is you have a larger ensemble, you you, put, you hear what the music sounds like, you get the basic shape, then you go into smaller rehearsals where you refine and kind of pick things apart, and then you put it all back together again. And that seems to work for us. Who, now, let me, let me ask you this. I'm not a musician at all, and uh, write, writing charts, is that tedious to do? Well, that's a great question. You know, I, you have to love it. And I think uh, I, I, I know that I do love it, but you have to be very patient, Joe, because there's so much revision that has to be done. Okay. It's not like I'm Mozart and it just comes out perfectly right off my pen. Um, I have to rewrite lyrics over and over again. I have to rewrite um, the chords, the melodies. Everything is in a state of, of change and constant sort of uh, observation. So... I guess if I didn't love it, it would be tedious, and certainly there are certain aspects to it that are tedious. But, you know, when you get it all done and you get eight great musicians, I'll, I'll put seven great musicians plus me. <laughs> yeah, together, sure. You're and a little... you have them all play that music. Wow, that's... I, I, I No wonder why Duke Ellington loved to hear his band play his music is because it's just such a thrill. So we we don't play by ear okay when i was a kid and i was playing in a rock band we never we never read a sheet of music we learned everything by ear but that to be honest with you was kind of slow and tedious but with a band like this i don't want to waste anybody's time so they come into the rehearsal room and they, i put the charts in front of them and we run it down we go from one song to another song to another and then i take it home and i revise it so it's something that i i really really love and and I guess Duke Ellington is kind of an inspiration, as is Frank Zappa. Both of them were great composers and arrangers, and I really admire that. Yeah, we're, we're definitely looking forward to the upcoming uh, music from New Duke. As um, I, I'm sure you'll you'll be just as surprised in some of the things you work out in rehearsal to take to the stage, right? Absolutely. You know, there's this there's, there's always the unexpected. And music, particularly music that's not pop music, that's extremely kind of um, uh, figured out in advance. So it's going to change every night with the way people feel and the way they're playing that particular song and the tempo and the ambiance of the hall. And of course, the souls are always different. So that's what's really exciting about, to me, this kind of music is there's a certain amount of arrangement that takes place. 
but then there's also the flexibility to take it to different places, and that's that's really a great thing. Uh, New Duke will be performing, uh, let me remind our listeners, Thursday, December 3rd, 745, start at Fairfield Theater Stage 170, Sanford Street in Fairfield, Connecticut. Just you can right at the train station and walk right over there. You'll be right in there in a, in a couple minutes. Uh, you can give them a call at 203-259-1036, fairfieldtheater.org. In the following evening, Friday night, on the campus of Yale University, the Ellington Series at Sprague Hall, 470 College Street in New Haven. And, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, the book that you wrote last time you were on sabbatical, I believe, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it was such a great, you know, telling your story, uh, you know, growing up and getting into music and w- where it took you and everything. And something that really hit me was when you when you talked about the music industry and, you know, where it's going and the challenges that it presents. And you, you were so on point. Uh, you wrote the book, what, about five years ago? That's, I think it came out in 2010. Oh, so, yeah, I had yeah. a sabbatical in 29. It came out in 2010. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, twenty, you know, two thousand eight. Oh, two thousand writing, and I think it came out late two thousand nine, two thousand ten. And I was just trying to kind of say, well, I've been in this business a long time, and this is what it's starting to look like now. Yeah. Wow. Has it? Uh, you know, you were pretty pretty accurate on, on what what a lot of the things happened with the digital, and you know, have you seen it got it getting even tougher for for musicians to make a living? You know, it really has, Joe, and that's what's kind of disconcerting about all this is the fact that um, we are now going from, although there is a resurgence of vinyl, which I think is really kind of exciting, but it's relatively small compared to the industry, but of course we're seeing CDs go away now, right. and now we're, and then we had singles for a while, now even singles are not really selling as well as they did, and now streaming seems to be the thing. And... I, I know that I'm older now, and so I know that my vision of things is from an older person's perspective. I'm not 21. I don't see it the way a 21-year-old does. But I'm concerned because musicians are, number one, having a, having a lot of trouble making any kind of money from their music, which means to sustain a difficult career has become even tougher than it was when I was in my 20s. So that's a concern. Um, venues are suffering under the fact that, that there's just, um, how can I put this? There's just less uh, available uh, music that's creative on the radio. Now, you're an exception. You know, certain stations are an exception, but we don't have enough of those. Right, right. And so I'm, I'm seeing the business get tighter instead of opening up more. And I hope that's a, just a transition, Joe. I hope that that... That will change. It is cyclical, and things do seem to change. And I, I really do believe I'm an optimist, and I really do believe that uh, we'll always have pop music, and we'll always have the, the factory that makes that, and that's fine. But I really sincerely believe that there's an audience out there that wants to hear uh, great music played at a high level by great musicians, and that's what we are trying to do with this band. He's an educator, an innovator, and a great guy, and always challenging himself. He works with musicians who have been in the business as long as he has, and and he works with, you know, teenagers and up and coming musicians in different projects. So you'd be commended for that. Well, thank you. You know, they, I, I love working with my students at Fairfield U and even younger because 
they come in with an energy and a lot of curiosity and I want to learn from them and I usually say that in every class my, my, when I start a new class I'll say I'm here to learn from you just as you're here to learn from me in this subject so I really think it's important uh, and, and, and when people age sometimes they tend to get very set in their ways I don't want that to happen I want to make sure that I'm always growing and checking things out and and trying to adapt uh, whatever my art's going to be. And uh, people can once again check out New Duke, Brian Torf's band, December 3rd, Thursday, 745 at the Fairfield Theater Stage 1 in Fairfield, Connecticut, followed up by a great performance at Yale University's Ellington Series at Sprague Hall, 470 College Street in downtown New Haven, the campus of Yale on uh, Friday, December 4th. So newdukemusic.com and uh, before we get into a couple tracks what, what what have you been doing on your sabbatical besides working on uh, the New Duke music well I, I decided to write another book Joe and so I thought well okay I, I wrote a book about my life I got that done so now I want to write a book about um, what I've discovered as a teacher the last um, 25 or more years okay. so the book is, is called it's going to be called Between the Beats and it's a book of, of really essays on music. And I mean everything, everything from, you know, rock and MTV and punk uh, to, you know, Miles Davis and Duke Ellington. And, you know, uh, a lot of it is, is trying to connect social political issues to music. So I've got a chapter or two on the 60s, and I talk about some of the music of that time and then what the issues were that reflected those songs. So it's going to be um, hopefully something that I can use in my classroom because I, I see a lot of great books, uh, Joe, on music. Right. And, of course, there are many, many important books on American history. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm trying to write a book that sort of bridges that. Yeah, we definitely look forward to that as uh, your previous book was, you know, I read it straight through and it was definitely kept my attention throughout. So, thank you. Yeah, but enjoy the sabbatical too, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a worker. I'm a worker bee. So, I mean, I certainly enjoyed it. And listen, I'll I'll be glad in January to go back in the classroom, to be honest with you. I I, I miss that and uh, I miss the whole interaction with the students. So, it's been a great couple of months and I know I won't have the book finished by January I'll tell you that so a book is a big big project oh, yeah. but I uh, I think it's it's going to be a, something that I'm going to be able to to you know what you do it, when you start getting to be in, uh, in an older age like mine as you start thinking about what can I contribute mm-hmm. I saw a Yo-Yo Ma interview a few weeks ago and he, he put it beautifully he said you know now I'm at the age where I'm trying to figure out what can I do to make things better to contribute and I thought that's really beautiful that's what I want to do too yep those are the words of Brian Torf our great friend and also he is the music director of New Duke his new project and uh, thanks Brian so much we're going to we're going to go out with two uh, East St. Louis Toodaloo right yeah Toodaloo yeah. and uh, and uh, revisit Working on a baseline, which is uh, one of your own tracks throughout the years, and, and gets a new treatment here. So, yes. Well, Joe, thank you very much. Always wonderful talking with you, and best of luck in the future. All right, thanks, Brian. This is Brian Torf right here on WV.